I admit to being freaked out about podcasting until I discovered Anchor. First off, it's free. It has creation tools that allow me to record and edit podcasts. Most importantly to me, it distributed my podcast to places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a lot of others. Yeah, it also allows me the opportunity to make money on my podcast, which is a win. But most important overall, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. That's a huge win. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We are the Peach Basket. We're back. We are Voices of the Fan, home of fan experts. We exist to amplify the voice of passionate basketball fans worldwide. Tonight, we continue our NBA 2021-22 season team previews with the Orlando Magic. I'm joined once again by Isaac Edelman from FLTeams.com, a partner side of ours. Um, that uh, you know, we were always excited to, to talk to Isaac and definitely excited to partner with uh, the FL team's um, team. Um, definitely your one-stop shop for all things Florida sports, not just basketball. They cover the heat, they cover the magic, they cover everything else. So tonight we're going to be talking the rebuilding uh, Orlando magic, um, uh, which you know I, I talked a little bit about this to you, Isaac, before we got started. You know, I respect a team that knows when it's time to do that. There are some teams that don't. Uh, the Orlando Magic decided to rebuild, and and, and there, there's you, know, you got to give a lot of credit, I think, to do that because GMs, owners, they don't like to go through this process. Uh, I don't think fans do, um, to be you know blatantly honest. Certainly, in some cities, they don't like to go through rebuilding. You know, the Lakers don't like to rebuild. Uh, Celtics don't like to rebuild. Uh, but the Magic decided it's time, and that's great. So let me start first by saying, and apologies, how are you? Good to see you again. You ready to talk Magic basketball? Absolutely. Outstanding. We're going to do it the same way we've done uh, from the start. Uh, it seems to work out really well. Um, I, I, I will preface this by saying, and you've heard me say this before if you watched our, our other preview shows, I'm a West Coast guy. I like to think I, you know, I certainly love the game, and I know um, the players um, I am hard pressed to identify many of these magic players. Now, when I looked at the roster, I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. He's on the magic. I know him. I know him. But, uh, yeah, I think outside of Orlando, a lot of even hardcore basketball fans just don't know this team. So personally, I'm excited to get to know him, Uh, and I'm excited to hear your thoughts on him. So let's start with who's new, who's new on the magic this season. Look, the Magic are a young basketball team, and many people, you know, really, and and this is what you just said, do not know who's on this team. So they do have some new players, but their new players are from the NBA draft. And I've watched every show that Jose has done with the other writers on the Peach Basket. And, you know, they had a, a, a show with the Bulls, the Celtics, the Heat, and other teams and the NBA draft wasn't talked about, and it didn't That's need right. to be talked about. But for the Magic, <laughs> it does. They have two new players, courtesy of the NBA draft, and they are both top 10 picks. The first one is Jalen Suggs. He is fantastic. He is definitely a candidate for Rookie of the Year. Jalen Suggs will be Orlando's star player this year. Take that how you want it. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know how good he will, but I do think he will be their best player this upcoming season. 
The Magic also got in the first round another top 10 pick, France Wagner. You know, people don't really know a lot about him. He went to Michigan and his brother is on the Magic, Mo Wagner, otherwise right. known as Moritz Wagner. And, you know, let's move away from the NBA draft. The Magic got a veteran, Robin Lopez. And I'm sure you guys know who he is. Robin Lopez um, will be the center for the Magic. And guess what? He won't even be their starting center, um, which, you know, again, Robin Lopez is towards the end of his career. Uh, he's just, you know, coming on board to teach the young uh, the young pieces on Orlando. And the Magic have a lot of those young pieces. Yeah. And I think most importantly, the new, you know, the newest piece on the Magic is their head coach, Jamal Mosley. Um, they uh, The Magic fired Steve Clifford, who's been their head coach for the past few years. He hasn't done that bad. He hasn't done that good. I mean, the Magic have made the playoffs uh, in a few of the past few seasons, um, but obviously they made the playoffs as the seventh and eighth seed, and that's why it's time to rebuild. And I loved how you yeah. started off this show, Jose, by saying some teams just don't know when to rebuild. The Magic knew that it was time to rebuild. Even though they've mm-hmm. made the playoffs, they knew they were first-round exits. Making you know the eighth seed every year is not, you know, not that important. You want to make it far in the playoffs. Yeah, and I think it, it's true for teams. It's true for players, right? Some players don't know when it's time to hang them up, and, and that's always hard as a fan to watch a player kind of stick around maybe longer than he needs to. Um, and it's hard for fans watch a team consistently just not be good enough. Um, I, I've said before, uh, it's great to be great, <laughs> and it's 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 actually okay to be bad because there's nowhere to go but up. But when you're right in the middle, right, when you're just good enough to maybe hit that A spot or – you know, fight for the ninth spot or something. And, and that's who you are consistently. That's tough. I, I, that's tough for fans. It's tough for players. I think that's just an overall tough place to be. And so, yeah, I, honestly, I give a lot of respect to to the management of the Magic to, to realize, listen, man, it's time to blow this up and start over. Um, and they've got some good pieces. You mentioned them. So l- let's, let's talk about that. And I, I, I think you already hinted at the answer, but um, you know, Every team needs, you know, a superstar to build around. Do you think they got their superstar this draft or TBD on that? I definitely say it's TBD. Jalen Suggs, without a doubt, is a good basketball player. But as of now, I honestly have no idea um, about his future. If you ask me, do you think Jalen Suggs will have at least one all-star appearance in his career? I really don't know. I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to say yes. Truthfully, I need to see more from him. He played well in the summer league. He played well in the preseason. But, again, we haven't seen one NBA game from him. And that's why, in terms of the Magic, totally, uh, I said that I think Jalen Suggs will be their best player. But, again, that is just a prediction. And, you know, who says that I am so smart to know who's the best player on the Magic? But, you know, honestly, whoever the best player on the Magic is going to be – it's, it's not going to be an all-star. I, I hate to say it. The Magic right, are just right, at right. that point where they're building young players to become all-stars. And that's where Cole Anthony comes into place. Last mm-hmm. year, he was a rookie. Um, he played well. And uh, hopefully, he will take that next step this year. You know, and, and I'm glad you mentioned Cole Anthony because, my you know, I don't know how fair this is. But, but my first thought when I thought about the Magic, every team has kind of the face of the franchise, right? When you play the Lakers, you know, you're going to see a pitcher LeBron, right? Yes. You play the Celtics, you're going to see Jason Tatum. 
and, and I looked at this team and I think, well, who's the face of the magic, right? Because the NBA and, and the franchise wants to promote somebody that people know. If you put, you know, in, in no disrespect, but you put Franz Warner, uh, Wagner rather, sorry, uh, as the face of this franchise, you know, a lot of people can be scratching their heads because they don't, you know, he just doesn't, he, he, we, don't, we don't know who he is yet. Same with Jalen Suggs, really, outside of college basketball fans, they may not know who he is, what he looks like. So I think that they're 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 likely to maybe promote a guy like uh, Michael Carter-Williams or Mo Bamba, who I love. I love the name. I love his game. I like yeah. Mo Bamba. Or someone like Cole Anthony. So, again, terribly unfair question. Who knows how it's all going to play out? But when teams play the Magic, who's the face of this team? Or, or, or the Magic going to likely, you know, just kind of, you know, round table that, or, you know, a different player every time around. Who knows? What do you think? I, I do think it's going to be a different player every time. I yeah. think we will see some Robin Lopez pictures just because like NBA fans know him. They I know. Think, sure. I, I think he's the most known player on the, on the magic, but I do think we'll see a lot of Jalen Suggs. I don't know if you watch college basketball, Jose, but he made the biggest shot in the NCAA last year. Yeah. Um, it was to beat UCLA again. He was on Gonzaga. Gonzaga beat UCLA on that buzzer beater to advance to the national championship game. He hit that buzzer beater. Do you remember that play? Not only do I remember it, I literally heard the groans from down the road in Westwood, right? I'm an LA guy. So yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Isaac. Appreciate that very much. That's why I do, that's why I do think he, you know, people know him because most basketball players, uh, fans, sorry, at least watch college basketball and especially mm-hmm. March Madness. And I think they like, for example, you might have forgotten that that was Jalen Suggs who made that job. Once people see his face, I think they'll know who he is. Right on. Yeah. And, and making that jump from, you know, making that big shot in college make to making that big shot in the pros is, you know, some players do it, some players don't. So it'd be very interesting to see, you know, how that plays out for him. Um, talk to me about, you know, one of the players that, you know, I, I, you know, when I was looking at the roster, I can't say I was surprised to see, but I, I admit to having forgotten about this guy, Markel Fultz. He came out with a lot of fanfare. He, you know, he, he was supposed to be phenomenal. Uh, there were early um, um, predictions. He was the new James Harden. Uh, and then he just forgot how to shoot, you know, and, and, and we've seen that with Ben Simmons. We've seen that with other players. But then he had a little bit of a resurgence. And again, you know, he plays in the East. I, 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 I admit to not being up to date on my Mark Fultz news. But tell me about him and, and his place in the Magic this season. So he's obviously injured. And he suffered a devastating injury last season. Mm. He was actually, and I think he would have won the Most Improved Player Award. Um, but his injury really, really, uh, really ruined the Magic season. Look, I don't think him staying healthy would have, uh, you know, stopped them from rebuilding. I still think they would have traded Vucevic, Aaron Gordon, and Evan Fournier. Mm. But it was just a vast thing in terms of he was having his best season as an NBA player. And again, he's a former first-round pick and a high pick, right? So that's where, you know, that injury comes in as devastating. So this season, he'll come in, uh, you know, just before the All-Star break. He's still injured. And uh, so so his role's still big, but again, the Magic are likely not going to make the playoffs. So uh, I think they're going to, you know, let him heal and make sure he's 102% uh, healthy. And that's where I think Terrence Ross will come in. Terrence Ross last year was actually the Magic sixth man. And um, at one point, I thought he could have won uh, the best uh, sixth man of the year. 
Um, but this year he's going to be in their starting lineup. I don't know how things will pan out. Obviously, when Marco Fultz comes back, um, you may see Terrence Ross come off the bench. But bottom line, uh, Marco Fultz is coming off his best season. But again, he's coming off the worst injury that he's suffered in his NBA career. So yeah. I, I honestly do not know what's going to happen. But uh, look, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, maybe the Magic won that trade. <laughs> they <laughs> traded away Ben Simmons. Who knows? Yeah, yeah well, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to talk about that when it happens. <laughs> uh, I, I'm glad you brought up Terrence Ross. That's a player I really like. Also a veteran. Um you know, a solid player. I mean, this is a guy who averaged 15, almost 16 points a game last season. Um, you know, and like you mentioned, most of that was off the bench. He's only, he only started two games last season. So uh, yeah, giving this guy an opportunity to start, who knows? Um, that might be the the face of this franchise, but I guess that's kind of the moral of the story with the magic. We just don't know. We exactly. just don't know. We, we got to see how it plays out. Um, so you talked about who's new, a couple of rookies, uh, any prominent players that are no longer with the magic this season? Well, uh, obviously when you ask that question, and I think if you ask that question to anyone, even if they're not magic fans, Nikola Vucevic comes to mind, Aaron Gordon, Evan Fournier, uh, they were traded at the trade deadline last season. And, uh, that's why, you know, that comes to mind. But the Magic didn't really have a busy offseason. They didn't really sign anyone besides Robin Lopez, and they didn't really get rid of anyone um, except their head coach, Steve Clifford. Mm-hmm. Uh, but off the top of my head, um, the Magic didn't really lose. I think they lost a few G-leaguers, and I think they're 11th and 12th people off the bench. But they did not lose any people that were going to have minutes on the team this year and that had minutes last season. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think the biggest losses for the Magic came during the season last season when they decided to flip the switch and rebuild. Um, all right, outstanding. Um, we ask every you know everybody who's doing these with us the same question, and I, I hesitate to ask it, but because again, this is such a big unknown. But the Orlando Magic ceiling, right? This team, if everything gels for them and everything goes right. What do you envision for them uh, this season? What's what's the the top tier ceiling for the Magic? It's a tough question because again, and, and you said the moral of this show is and of the Magic, we don't know. Yeah. Um, but I'd say the eighth seed is their ceiling because again, we're having a playing tournament this year, and who knows if teams just yeah. suck and the Magic maybe still suck, but they're just better than a few teams. They. <laughs> have a possibility of making the AC via the playing tournament. I think what would be exciting for this team, if they were to do that is, you know, they're so young, right. Um, And I think if they were to do that, it's because some of these players that we've mentioned really started to blossom. And when you make the eighth seed with a new team, with new players, with new potential stars, that's exciting. When you make the eighth seed right over and over and over again with the same players, that's, that's troublesome. So yeah, the eighth seed might not seem like much, and you know, uh, fans of other teams might scoff at that. But that would be great progress for this team, um, you know, undoubtedly. So, yeah, outstanding. I, I, I think that'd be that'd be great for them. What's the biggest concern? Um, new coach, not a whole lot of new players, uh, 
but you know the well that's not true i mean when you when you look at who they started last season compared to who they start this season yeah it's a it's a totally different team so yeah let, new player new coach what's the big concern here this season um i i don't think a concern at all is that they got a new coach i think it was time to move on from steve clifford and i think they picked a, a pretty good choice for a coach he obviously has a lot of coaching experience mainly as an assistant so it's not jamal mosley their new head coach but I, I think the Magic's biggest concern is just, you know, staying healthy. Sure. Mo Bamba doesn't stay healthy. Markel Fultz doesn't stay healthy. Markel Fultz, again, I, I keep on saying this, but was coming off his best season last year, and he didn't even play in that many games. If he stayed healthy, the Magic might have traded him. Um, Which, <laughs> Magic trading him in addition to the three they already traded. But Mo Bamba, the Magic mm -hmm. have been trying to trade him for years, uh, ever since he's entered this league. But I, I just, he's not getting a lot of playing opportunities. And I, I do have to admit, that was mainly due to Steve Clippert. He didn't give uh, Mo Bamba much of a shot. But again, yeah. Bamba's been injured a lot. And Terrence Ross is an injury prone player. And Jalen Suggs got injured in the summer league. So he may be an injury prone player. So we'll just have to see how this season goes. But. I think the Magic's biggest concern is their, uh, you know, injuries. Um, every team has injury concerns, but sure. I think there's not a lot at stake for the Magic, and that's why I think that's their biggest concern. Yeah, it, you know, it, it, and I, I kind of look at that as a two-headed, you know, I don't want to say monster. I mean, in other words, there's a blessing and a curse here, right? Because, you know, concern and, and a lack of concern, the Magic – when, when you when you know your when you know the expectations are low and the expectations are low for the magic team, um, anything you accomplish is, is icing on the cake, right? <laughs> so if they have you know a, a you know an injury prone season, I'm not wishing this on them, of course. You know people will say, well, you know that was expected. They weren't. We we knew they weren't going to be good, but if they have a healthy season and 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 turn some heads, then all of a sudden people are saying, well, these are the the Phoenix Suns of a couple seasons ago. These are the you know the the Atlanta Hawks of last season. This is a team that could surprise. Um, so you're, you're in a, you're in a really good spot when you are where the magic are, where you're starting over. Nobody expects anything from you. Um, anything you do is, is, is looked at with some positivity. So, um, I mean, again, nobody wants to be here, but it's not the worst place to be. All right, let's end it with this, uh, again, question when we ask everybody, um, and uh, I'm excited to hear your thoughts. What is your bold prediction for the rebuilding Orlando Magic? Look, there's, there's not really many bold predictions you could make. And that's why I think this will be a similar one to uh, many people's answers if you ask them that question. Jalen Suggs will win Rookie of the Year. Nice. Nothing as of now is telling me that Kate Cunningham and Jalen Green, who were drafted prior to Suggs, are better than him. Matter of fact, Jalen Suggs was the best college player last year. Obviously, many players in college, their success doesn't translate to the NBA. Right. And, uh, again, a few top picks were from the G League, right? So not all players are from college. But Jalen Suggs was the best college player last year. He made the biggest shot in college basketball last year. I think he will win. Rookie of the year. And I am not just saying this because I need to choose a bolder prediction. And I don't have any other predictions to predict. I'm actually <laughs> saying this from my heart. Jalen right. Suggs, I think, is better than 
Cade Cunningham and Jalen Green. And also, since he's on a team like the Magic and he doesn't have a lot of competition, he will blossom. Right. Yeah, that, that that's always fun. I think when it, when a college player, you know, a lot of college players come into a team, they're given, even Kobe Bryant, right, who wasn't a college player, he came out of high school, but, you know, he didn't get a lot of minutes with the Lakers originally. And, and of course, he was very young. Um, but you, you don't get the ball as a college player coming to, you know, the first year in the league and, and, and get 30 minutes a game, you know, like you're used to, you know, getting the majority of the time like you do in college, but he may very well get his 30 minutes with an NBA team. It, you know, if he, if he shows that he deserves them. Um, I have never in the whole time we've been doing this now for a couple weeks, made my own bold prediction. I'm going to make one and it, it concerns the Orlando magic. And I'm going to qualify this by saying, I know absolutely nothing about the, Orla- I know what I just learned today from Isaac. That, that is the extent of my Orlando magic, uh, um, uh, experience. So take this with a grain of salt, but I like this guy. I like his name. My bull prediction, Mo Bamba is going to, oh, no. yeah, oh, no. Mo Bamba is going to average a double double and he is going to play. He's going to start every game. He's going to be injury free and he's going to average 28 uh, minutes um, per game. Uh, and his double-double is going to be substantial. It's not going to be like 10 and 10. It's going to be like 13 and 15. I mean, he's going to be good. Double-double from Obama. Bank on it. Bull prediction. Well, if that happens, Jose, I'm going to give credit to Robin Lopez. <laughs> Why not me? And you. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> no, that's a good point, right? If that happens, it's, you know, 50% Robin and, you know, 50% me. <laughs> all right outstanding well i, I listen I, I always love talking basketball and i you know and isaac and i were talking about this before i love learning about teams i really don't know a lot about i did not know a lot about the magic i'm excited to follow them this season hopefully if you're watching this and you didn't know a lot you learned a little bit uh which is which is why we're here we're the peach basket we are voice of the fan home of fan experts like isaac we exist to amplify the voice passionate basketball fans worldwide. Our um, preview uh, will continue with the Hornets date TBD, um, hopefully sometime over the weekend, but the Hornets are, are, are up next. Isaac, as always, I appreciate your time. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll talk again Lay up off the glass right past the shot blocker. I follow through like Kobe's money. You can cash it. For news on LA hoops, come over to Peach Basket. Date sports, post game reports, debates and play by play coming straight off the court. The voice of the fan making noise, causing havoc. Zone a man up, you can ask Peach Basket. The Peach Basket coming soon on air. The Peach Basket, where the news begins. We're dropping news like we're in the stands. Creative views from the average fans.